Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Drama Free Podcast. Save the drama for your mama. <laughs> I really hope people listen in for that. <laughs> yeah, we're live. We got yeah, we got a star in the making. We got to we got to make that louder though. Yeah, I think uh, we're gonna um, we're gonna what? I think we'll we'll play around with it, get a little creative for uh, the holiday season. What do you oh, say, Derek? True. Yeah, I'll make a Hanukkah version for sure. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> How about a beer mist? Drama free beer Christmas. Yeah, New Beer's Eve. There <laughs> be- I'm. What about No Beer's Eve? Oh no, That's too, that sounds too, boring as hell. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah. All right. All right, Hi, guys. Drama, Drama free. Freeland. What up? Yo. We got uh, we got people listening. In. Hopefully, uh, the Drama Free group is listening. We're going back to audio because Chris abandoned us, and we just decided. It wasn't worth it if we're not seeing his uh, perfect bone structure, you know. So we're going back to audio for now. If you want to call in at any point, Chad will take care of that. It's 646-200-4505. If you hear a topic that you like, we've got a bunch of topics. I don't know if we're going to get to them all. Um, If you submitted some, we don't get to your topic. Uh, You're not allowed to bitch because it's drama-free. So, ha. We'll get to it next week. I mean, we're running, yeah. we're having a running list of topics, so exactly. Anytime we don't get to it, we just we just carry it over to the next uh, next week, and then eventually we get to them all, and everyone's happy, and then they send us beer. Um, so let's go with let's go into it. Uh, Chad, what are you drinking? Are you drinking anything? Yep, I am drinking a Tell Shaky and Boxcar Joe from Single Cut. I believe. Uh, Rick McCarty sent me this a while back, just now getting through some of my IPAs, and this one looked good. Nice. Joey, you there? You're on, right? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I am. uh, Yeah, yeah, I do. I'm uh, drinking a a double dry hop 1320 by Wiley Roots. It's, um, and I mean this as lovingly as possible, the other brewery in Greeley, Colorado. Besides, besides what? Besides Wild Works. Wow, double dry hopping has made it to Colorado. Yeah, yeah, we we've got these things called hops, and um, you know, <laughs> sometimes we put them in a beer twice. Uh, who would have thought? I am drinking Crazy. a Cane Brewing Company, a Space to Fill. It's their Imperial IPA. It was canned two weeks ago, maybe I don't know, three weeks ago, something like that. Uh, and it is drinking. Deliciously. Mm. Did they put some orange zest or something in it? Or, yeah, I don't know, mangoes or orange zest. I don't know. One of those fruity IPAs. All right, so, um, like I said, six more. Go ahead, go ahead, Chad. No, I was going to say, before we get into the show, I just want to give a call out to everybody. We've seen a lot of beer boxes being sent this week. I mean, I think, you know, Drama Free is always pretty generous, but damn. I mean, I'm just looking through some of the pictures on Facebook, and some of these boxes you are sending each other, 
you know, me included. Um, you, you guys rock. I just want to say that. I mean, I just saw Tony Curtis's box. I've seen, uh, you know, a couple of people get bombed by Beckwith. I mean, it, 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 you know, I know that Chris isn't here either, but he's been bombing the crap out of people, and you guys are amazing. I just want to say that. Yes, I also, um, I think I owe Chris a chug, and I'm going to get to it um, before I go away, definitely. So this is, for everyone listening, this is my last show for a while, probably like a month. I leave next Thursday for Argentina for my wife, uh, with my wife for like, for like two weeks. Uh, We're going, she has family there that I've never met, so we're going, so I'll be gone, but I will miss you guys. Uh, Maybe I'll do a wine chug while I'm down there. I'll be in the land of wine. So, but that's why I'm looking forward to tonight. I'm going to be uh, drinking the whole time. And, yeah, let's get it going. So, first uh, first topic we had here, I guess someone put this in, festival prices and beer quality. Now, this is one that um, I actually wanted to talk about. I, I'm glad that it's first because I just got back from Tampa and I went to Cigar City. And I guess... Um, I guess they are partly to blame for these festival prices and beer quality with their Hunapu Day. Um, so I think festival prices have gotten a little out of control, but it depends on what you're getting. If you're getting like six beers and a glass and a day of drinking, I don't I don't think 200 bucks is out of the question. Anything more, I might kind of shake a stick at. But what do you guys think? Uh Joey, let's start with you, because you have the biggest beer festival, I think probably in the world, outside of Oktoberfest in GABF, and that's pretty reasonably priced. What do you think about festival prices in general and beer quality? What what do you pay? Are you getting what you pay for? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I'm going to say yes and no. Um, I love GABF. I love what it stands for. I love, you know, people coming in from all over the, all over the globe for it. It's a wonderful thing. Um, but... As far as GABF goes as a festival, um, I, I definitely think that you get your money's worth, but what you have to do to get your money's worth is, is it can be a pain in the butt. Um, you know, the, the notable breweries all have really, really long lines. Um, beer quality in general, um, there's some brewers, some breweries that are, that are doing great stuff and they bring some very limited beers. Um, and then there's some breweries there that are just, you know, there's never, there's never anyone visiting their booth or there's very, very few people visiting their booth. So it tends to be, you know, can always be usually due to, they're not, not knowing the name or not, or not, uh, the poor quality of beer. Um, but you know, there's other festivals that have popped up around the same time that I think, um, are, are definitely worth the money. I know, um, this year was the ninth, the ninth rendition of, uh, Denver rare beer tasting. And while it's not a cheap ticket, um, the beers that, that you can have while you're there, um, are you mean if, to have a bottle of everything that you would drink there? I mean, we're talking. I'm gonna we're talking thousands, maybe ten, ten thousand dollars worth of freaking beer. A secondary market, of course, um, worth of beer. It's something like that. And if your ticket costs you 150, 170 bucks, I mean, it, it's worth it. I think depending on how you look at it. So. All right, Derek. What about out in uh, Cali? How are the beer prices and the quality? I know you were mentioning that. Uh, caffeine festival that modern times does what's the price on that or what are some other ones that are good and not so good value if i remember correctly those uh modern times festivals are in like the 60 to 80 dollar range um i can't i can't can't recall right offhand but uh yeah i mean pretty good value i you're asked like it's tough for me i'm kind of the 
I don't know, what do you want to call it? The festival Grinch? I don't really like festivals. Um, I hate crowds. I, For a living, I work in a venue that houses 12,900 people. So that sounds kind of weird, but um, I really do hate crowds, and I just don't like waiting in lines and then all the stubes that come out too. I, you know, I enjoy people, but I don't know. I just like being in my, my circle. We talked about it before, like our little, our shares and stuff like that, but it is good to get out there and um, check out some beers that you might not be able to readily get. And that's kind of the, the positive side, the pros for me on that side. So yeah, I, I think there's value there, but it's, like I said, you're probably, probably talking to the wrong guy here. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of anti. I'd rather just uh, get, you know, six or eight of my, my close buddies together and uh, and have some good convo and some, you know, good beer. All right, so Derek's at Grinch. Chad, how are the, uh, <laughs> how are the festivals out there? It, yeah, I guess I'm the anti-Derek. Um, you know, we got a great taste in the Midwest here, a couple for me, and, you know, I went last year. I mean, I, I like what Derek said. You know, I love a good share, get, get my close buddies together and, we pop some whales and drink some great beer. I, I do that all the time. Joey will see if he ever makes it this way or any of you actually, but uh, um, I really do love beer fest. I mean, you get to meet other people. I've met some of my close beer friends, not, not in drama free that were locally at beer fest. Um, great taste in Midwest was a phenomenal event. And, um, um, you know, <laughs> And uh, we will, uh, I will continue to go. I mean, Great American Beer Fest is on my list. I think I'll be there next year. And, um, you know, I'm a big fan. You know, get the the beers out there in front of the masses. You know, get everybody to, um, get everybody to, you know, try different beers. You know, I've, I've found beers that I never would have gotten to try before. And now I seek them out regularly. So. Nice. I uh I enjoy festivals. Um I don't go to too many. I went to JBF last year. Um this year over the summer I did Sierra Nevada Beer Camp in Philly and that was that was great. It was on the waterfront. It was a beautiful day. Uh it was only 60 bucks. The the quality of beer was really good. Kane had two bangers, Sunday brunch and like their IPA. Uh that was the first time I actually ever got to try Hunapu. Cigar City was there and they brought a keg of Hunapu. Um and, uh, you know, for $60, it was like four or five days, four or five hours of drinking, I should say. Um, it was it was good stuff. And actually, I think I snuck in a half hour early because there was a VIP session from 12 to 1, and I got the 1 to 5 ticket. But I just walked in at 1230, and no one said anything. So I got an extra half hour of my money's worth. Uh, but there were some good breweries. I went with a buddy, and I ended up running to a couple other buddies there. Uh it was a good time, but I kind of get what Derek's saying, too. The lines or whatever, and that's actually, a, you know, if you're spending your whole time on a line, you're really not enjoying the beer fest, right? Like, if it's if you only get four hours and you're spending an hour and a half of it waiting on a line, it's kind of counterintuitive. So uh, I'm with you there. GABF does have some crazy lines, um, so you kind of have to plan, like, which one you really want to wait for, and then the others you kind of got to just suck it up and bring it out of a loss. Um, all right, so any callers come in six four six two hundred four five zero five. Let us know what your favorite festival is and if you've met any friends, beer quality, any of that. Um, anyone else have anything to say about that? Beer festival go, no. rule. Derek drools. 
<laughs> we need we need Chris's input on this. Where's Chris? Hashtag where's Chris? I just posted uh, right. a picture of uh, my view in the podcast, uh, my, my podcast studio, my world-class podcast studio that was sponsored by uh, Dell Computers. Um, and uh, you guys should check it out. It's in Drama Free on Facebook. You guys know how to get there. If you don't, what, you shouldn't be listening. What a coincidence. My podcast uh, studio is also a Dell computer. Yeah, but you bought it. Work. You bought it, though. No, I didn't. Mine is also a Dell laptop, just, a work listen, Dell laptop. Don't be a one-upper and an anti-Derek. Nobody wants to hear that. Yet. Linda, listen. Listen, Linda. What's going Next. on? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next. Uh, drinking games and craft beer. Has anyone done this? Has anyone played Pong with craft beer? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It gets pretty dangerous. Not going to lie. You either can't fill the cups up, or you're chugging, or you're you got maybe one or two games max before you're feeling it. Um, any has anyone else played a, a different drink game besides beer pong with really good beer? Flip cup. Pong with uh, yeah, flip cup. Do pong with Black Tuesday. Ooh. You play Black Tuesday pong? Yeah, I can't say that I'll ever play it again though. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, you know, were you making any cups? Uh, yeah, we all purposely tried not to hit the cups, but uh, the game did end. Ended when everybody passed out, really, is how, how it went. But, uh, no, I mean, I, I guess my thoughts are when, uh, when, when there's a group and you're not really like a craft beer drinking group, like a share or something, you're not really going to play – games. If I'm playing Flippy Cup, I mean, I, I've done craft beer before, like low ABV, but I usually pour in the, you know, the crap beer that somebody's brought over to a party and or, or uh, water and everybody just sips or drinks when you uh, make a cup, but um, can't really see, you know, a bunch of craft beer drinkers playing actual drinking games. I mean, you know, you, you've got the table games at breweries, you've got the adult-sized Jenga, but I can't really say that I, there's any other game that would be good for craft beer as far as a drinking game. I mean, could you imagine doing like a a boat race with a case of or a case race with craft beer? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I yeah, you can imagine, or yeah, <laughs> I can imagine for sure. Dude, uh, I've done it one time with uh, uh, beer pong. And what we did was, and beer pong's disgusting to me. Um, I love playing it. It's a really fun game. But the ball, like, bouncing around and then going in the cup and then you drink out of that same cup is just pretty gross. So we do the, like, water in the cups, and then you sip on the side. And uh, we we played it with craft beer a couple times. Um, Yeah, you're going to get messed up. But if you're playing beer pong, you're probably trying to get messed up. That's, That's my take. Joey, what do you think, bud? I mean, I, I'm not a germaphobe. I mean, I don't, I don't mind, I don't mind, you know, the the ball floating around, and you know, I, I think it's how you build one's immunity. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely, definitely all about the dirty ball. So that's 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 one take. Um, you know, doing with craft, or doing like beer pong with craft beer. You know, I've only done it a couple times. Um, it's it's amusing enough. I, I but um, I've typically seen more more people doing flip cup with it. And, I think that's definitely more my speed. 
flip cup. I would say that it kind of defeats the purpose of craft beer that you're supposed to sip and enjoy. But then again, this is the same group that posts chug videos and tries to one-up each other. So I guess anything goes. Um, all right. So I guess we're we're all for it. I've done it a couple times. I uh, I can't remember the last time I played beer pong, but I probably wouldn't play with anything other than at least like head high or boat or something. Boat would probably be a good beer pong game. Uh, heaven forbid uh, Augie heard me say that, even though I'm pretty sure he shotgunned him. All right. Uh, thoughts on beer being one of the gateway drugs? I I guess we'll start with Derek, who, Derek and Joe because they have uh, other legal gateway drugs in their states. Is beer a gateway drug to anybody? Does anyone think that's a thing? No. I've never heard that before. I mean, yes. if you want to get down to the root of it, like, sure, uh, beer is going to alter your, uh, I guess, your perception of reality and maybe your judgment or whatever, but no, I don't think so. Sorry. I don't think I don't think marijuana is a gateway drug either. So I just think if you uh, kind of have poor judgment and you want to get into like the harder stuff that's actually going to screw your life up, then you probably just have poor judgment to begin with. Yeah. Um, Joey, I assume you're a no. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I guess I have to echo that sentiment. I mean, there's, I, I've never heard anyone say that beer, that beer is a gateway drug or anything. Um, and in terms of just, you know, if you, if you want to do drugs, do drugs, whether it's beer, caffeine, pot or you know be an adult and do coke it, it does who cares that's what you want to do do it take the labels off of everything and let's sort it out you heard it here kids do all the blow you want <laughs> <laughs> chad sometimes sometimes you gotta get shit done yeah <laughs> hey, I, I don't really have a opinion on this matter i mean I've never really heard that before. So when 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 the topic got thrown out this week on uh, my pop, my post, I was kind of thrown back and figured I'd throw it out here just for conversation or you know, but I mean being a gateway drug, I don't think that drink you know crushing a whole bunch of uh, you know craft beers or chugging is gonna make me want to do cocaine or heroin. I mean, come on now, guys, what the heck? Yeah. Um, but, but it's, it's I, I, unanimous, there might, I guess there, there might be some like inception type thing here I mean maybe not beer being a gateway drug but maybe barley wine instead of being life maybe barley wine is a gateway drug once you have barley wine you want to have more barley wine you want to have more barley wine you want to have more beer that's a good point but barley wine is life <laughs> I just figured out what that hashtag meant hashtag B-I-L I'm like I'm pretty good at figuring <laughs> out an acronym and that one took me forever until I realized the same people who are, love barley wine are folks. I'm like, okay, now I get it. Wait, uh, get barley that. wine is barley wine is life is bil. That's what that means. Yeah, I'm pretty sure hashtag oh, bil is barley wine. Yeah, is life. yeah. I it meant, B-I- hashtag bil. I thought it meant butler is luscious or lovable. That's actually what I thought it meant. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, no, that's awkward. Sorry, guys. So, uh, Chad, is it true we have a caller right now? Do yeah, we have someone so, on the line? Yep, so for the next topic, since we're, we're, we're past the uh, beer being the gateway drug, um, somebody asked that they wanted a significant other 
or wife, girlfriend, whatever. I happen to have a wife. Uh, no significant other Shocking. girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> uh, the girl. <laughs> she, yep. So uh, she's live. She's on the line, and she wants to discuss how she views the hobby and uh, what her thoughts are on this. So Rachel, I'm gonna kick it back to you. Okay. Hi. How's it going? Hi, Rachel. Rachel, you're a saint. Can I start out by saying that you are a saint, an absolute saint? I don't. We really don't know how you do it. So thank you for being here. I am. Thank you so much for recognizing that. Uh, I mean, Chad wanted me to talk about the topic, and really, I think the hobby. I feel like I got us into it, and we've really grown our craft beer love and it's what we enjoy but I feel like sometimes and I don't want to like I don't know I don't want everybody to get an attitude but I feel like sometimes it's taken too seriously and I think my husband he has his points where he's kind of ruined it for me Uh-oh. I mean it's, it's just sometimes it's not fun and I know what, what makes it what makes it not fun what makes it not fun um. <laughs> That's right. I mean, We're all friends just, here. No, it's just it's just the point where it's like it's always so serious. We can't go anywhere without bringing back thirty cases of something. <laughs> um, that's a little ridiculous. I mean, and then it just gets to the point where it's like even when we're out, you know, it's like pace yourself, know your limit. Mm. We should go home sometime soon, and instead it's like. I have to be like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I, I have to come off as like the nag because he he just, once he gets to a point, he just drinks everything. <laughs> and then, then I have to drag him home. <laughs> Chad, this actually isn't a podcast. It, Chad, this isn't a podcast. This is an intervention. Uh, We're doing this because we love you. Yeah, I see a bunch of people who just love the heck out of you. And uh, we just want to see you get better. I told him he couldn't be mad at me because he asked me to do this. So no, he definitely can't. Oh I'm no, on that. I I know I know where she's coming from. I've been, you know, I, I've we all get out of hand. I mean, it's drama free. Come on. Aren't you supposed to be on mute? This is her time. Don't yeah, yeah. One, her one per household. Here. One per household at a time. <laughs> You're always trying to ruin her thunder, man. Let her drink beer and let her be on the podcast by herself. She's a grown woman. Yeah, thank you. You guys uh, are witnessing the end of the podcast as we know it. Um, <laughs> I'm revoking the subscription tomorrow. I'm, I'm actually, you know what? No, no, the podcast must go on. I need new co-hosts. So if you're listening out there, go ahead and uh, shoot me hey. a message. You guys will be a, a new co-host. Well, hey. Rachel Chad needs like enablers in his life. Hey, can All I right. ask a question, Rachel? Can I ask you two? This is a two-part question I'd like to ask. Chad, don't be nervous. Yeah. It's, it's it's appropriate. Um, so my first question is, um, what is your best memory of a craft beer experience with your husband? Um, I think the best memory that we've had is when we went to Traverse City and we did kayaking and drank beer, just kind of wandered around the whole town and... That I mean, that was just nice because that's the thing. When it's him and me, it's easy because I'm not going to push him to open 
you know, a Black Tuesday at the end of the night or we're not going to go through 12 or 13 stouts. It's like easy peasy, hit a couple breweries, go home. But when it gets in a group setting, it's – and not that, not that people push him, but he – He doesn't he need to be pushed. We've all seen it. No. No, no, no. So that would be our, my best memory. All right, here's part two. Part two is what is the best beer that you've ever shared with um, Mr. Chad? The best beer that we've shared? Yeah, it's it's one beer, so the style doesn't matter. Just the best beer you can remember trying with him. Or your favorite. Your favorite. Not the best. Like, this is your opinion, not anybody else's. What, okay, I get them mixed up. It's the Puffs, right? And then Purple Peeps. No, that's marijuana we're talking about. We're talking about beer. <laughs> <laughs> it is a gateway drug. Peeps from Angry Chair is the best beer oh, that I've yeah, yeah. shared. Oh. That's a cool label. So that, Actually, I like that. That label. would that would be my that would be my favorite, and then Morning Delight Batch Two would be my second. Yeah, that's yeah, good so, beer. Yeah, we got purple. We got purple puffs in the bottle right now. We this is our second bottle, but we had purple peeps that Rachel. Uh, Talk the bartender at Angry Chair into bringing you home for us. Um, it was brewery only. That's how you do it. That's how you earn your strike, girl. Oh, I just asked. I asked for, actually, I asked for a crowler and he gave me a glass, and I was like, that's nice, but I also want that full of beer, please. And he just kind of looked at me and then was just like, he brought it back and he's like, there's no label. You are not allowed to take pictures and like check this in at your house. You can, and I'm like, that's fine. I will adhere to all of your rules. And I took took it home. No big deal. So R- that was Rachel, fun. you do realize we have like thousands and thousands of listeners that are hearing this right now, right? Yeah. Someone who works at brewery <laughs> is probably in this group. Oh, well, no. I didn't check it in online, so that, I think <laughs> that was all that was that was all that was required of me. No pictures, no check-in. So thousands of listeners. <laughs> Yeah, if you add up the six round weeks, we'd probably get a thousand. Oh, yeah, true. Could be close. Yeah, round up. All right, does anyone else have a significant other that's trying to uh, trying to weigh in? My wife's in the shower, or else she would. My, my wife's my pregnant. girlfriend's in the shower. <laughs> All right. Well, Rachel, so, thank you actually, so much actually, actually, for joining us. Oh, I, go, go, go. I got a question. I got a question for Rachel while she's live on the air. Hey, Rachel, is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh, my God, no. Stop it. Does he ask you guys this, too? You are awesome, Rachel. You're one of my favorite person. It is not a sandwich. (laughs) Rachel, did Chad tell you about the big surprise, the, like, kind of thank you for you being on the podcast, or did should we go ahead and get into that now? No, he Uh, didn't tell you? I don't know anything about it. Oh, so uh, he wanted to thank you for coming on the podcast. And as a thank you, he said that you could go grab any bottle you want out of the cellar and uh, drink it for yourself. And you don't have to share it with him. Actually, his oh. exact words were chug it. He, he did <laughs> say chug, but I didn't want to put any pressure on you. But any bottle you want. and Even better. Yeah. Even better. Well, I appreciate that because I'm not much into chugging the beer. But I appreciate that. Better. Thank you. <laughs> Thank him. It was his idea, totally his thing. So. All right. Well, thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it, and I hope. Thank you so I would, much for I would be in. interested. 
and hearing from your other wives, from your wives or girlfriends, because I just, I it's just interesting to know everybody else's yeah. perspective. Sometimes. Um, I can I can tell you right now, my wife has a very similar opinion as uh, you, only minus the really liking it from the start aspect. My uh, yeah. my wife uh, probably wouldn't chime in, but I could talk to one of my girlfriends and see if they'd be interested in calling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those are the ones that like it. <laughs> well, thank you guys. I appreciate your time and uh, for the rest of your podcast. Hey, listen, you're doing God's work. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm going to try to keep it up. <laughs> so is he. All right. <laughs> Bye. Ciao. That was fun, Chad. How was that for you, Chad? That's what she said. <laughs> I, I tried to throw that in there. Just a little bit. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's hey, you good? Yeah, I'm, no, good. She, I'm good. She just went in the cellar and just broke every bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Chad's crying. So half that cellar is hers. Like, Bad boy. I hope, hope you have a comfy couch. Actually, we um, have no right. couch in this apartment. It's two beds right now, so. But go ahead, go ahead. Let's keep the show moving here. We got a lot of topics. Yeah. Let's go into the next topic here. Um, here, here's one I really like. I'm skipping down a little bit because some of these are a little repeats. Uh, easiest meals to cook while hammered. That's a that's a great one. What's uh what's everyone's go to when you're when you're buzzed up and you just need to cook something quick just so you get some food in your stomach? Anyone a foodie? Pizza. Pizza. You're cooking your own pizza or are you heating it up? I'm getting somebody to bring me my own pizza. Ah, uh, that's not <laughs> cooking. Easiest meal to cook. Well, that's mac and cheese. Well, you know, that, that's me cooking. I'm paying somebody to cook, so I'll buy. I'm I'm cooking, right? Mm, no. That's not how that works. Oh well. <laughs> uh, that's not my definition of it. Um, you know, mac and cheese, ramen, uh, you know, grilled cheese. Seems to be cheese involved a lot because it's easy to melt. Uh, Derek, do you are you a drunk chef? Do you cook um, things? Yeah, I think my my go to. It's not quick, but it's pretty easy. If you can't cook it, then you should probably just eat out. But um, Velveeta shells and cheese is kind of my go to. Yeah, that's a good one. I make it really bomb though. Like throw a little you know garlic salt in there for a little extra flavor. I do the whole salt bay thing too. Nice. Yeah. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> the hell was that? Jesus, I don't know. An opportune moment, too. What about you, Joey? You know, I, I actually say I, I'll side with Derek and Chad. Um, if I'm going to cook something, Wilt's inebriated, um, you know, I, I typically will do a quesadilla, and whatever is in that quesadilla tends to be whatever the leftovers are. And by far, my favorite has been um, using mac and cheese, mac and cheese quesadilla. So you put the mac and cheese in between two tortillas, um, throw in some, you know, if you've got some leftover steak or whatever, throw that in there, and then you always have to hit it with a little bit of sriracha. That's my go-to. Damn. All right. So that doesn't sound as easy as you're making it out to be, but that sounds pretty damn good. When you're drunk, everything's easy. Uh, Yeah, debatable. Um, I think I'm going to go with the – yeah, similar mac and cheese, or I'll probably just do ramen. Just boil some water, throw it in. Do do the little sauce pocket or whatever it is, the spice pocket, and then you know, 
college if college taught me anything it was to do that drunk. So that's my that's my go to. Um a lot of these I don't like some of these topics because it feels like people didn't listen to some of the episodes. What got you into crash? We talked about that. Oh, yeah, here we go. Done the okay. Um, this week was Teku week, apparently. Uh, everyone was drinking out of Tekus, posting pictures of their Tekus, uh, chugging from their Tekus, and Corey hates it. Why Why does Corey hate Tekus so much, and why do people love them so much? What is? He says they're the worst beer glass in history. Discuss. Um, I I I would disagree with that, but you know, what uh, what, does I mean, anyone hate Tekus like Corey does? No, I I like them. They're pretty, but I don't really drink out of them. I mean, I, I guess that could be where Corey's coming from is it, because I'm gonna break them. I'm gonna get drunk and I'm gonna break it. So I mean, I. I have a bunch of them and they're all packed away. That's why I haven't really done a proper chug from one. But they're just so fragile. They're they're nice looking, but I mean, really, what are you gonna do with them? My wife drinks wine they, out of them. I don't them. think they're I mean, shaped. Is that, is that right? Be, what's that? My wife drinks drinks wine out of them. Is I mean, they're oh, a good guess, wine glass, yeah. I guess. I think their shape is more than just they're supposed to look for. I think they're actually supposed to be a good, good for beer because of the way the head is shaped. They let the aroma out, keeps the the head in. I don't know. Uh, could be a bunch of reasons. I don't know anything about it. But I I have a Teku that I use more than most glasses. It's my Carton one that has New Jersey on it, and uh, I don't know. I drink out of it a lot. I haven't broken it yet, but I generally don't get too hammered. I guess. Um, Derek, I love them. Uh, I'm a big advocate. I have quite a few. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite. I do have a favorite glass. I've got the um, DBR glass, uh, which is probably my favorite glass. I love throwing a good stout in there. Got a couple good modern times glasses, but the tech, yeah, I, I love tech. They're good glasses, and I, I love Corey. So, um, well, we all love ha- we all love Corey. Hashtag tech is for Corey. Joey, Teku, yay, nay. Oh, I love all glassware. I'm a glassware whore. So um, I, I can see where Corey's coming from, though. Um, they, they can be difficult to drink out of. They're definitely difficult to chug out of, um, which I don't think I've actually seen Corey sip a beer. I think all he actually does is just inhale it. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're, they're a great design, I think. I think that they definitely do serve a purpose. Um, but in terms of, like, glassware and drinking out of, you know, drinking out of his glasses, it may be one of the more – oddly shaped slash difficult ones to, to consume a beer from. So I, I can I think I understand where he's coming from. And then just in general, when you have a beard or if you have a mustache, the teku tends to be like a smaller rim or a smaller, you know, essentially a smaller place for your mouth hole. And um, it, it, it can, you know, for me, it's like I always get my, my mustache kind of tucked into it or trapped underneath of it or something like that. It's very weird. Mustache problems. Beard um, problems. Beard, yeah, beard problems, mustache problem. Where's Chris when we need him? He probably has a techo in his beard. Might. All right. Uh, well. This one, this uh, this one, I really, really like. Beer cocktails, yes or no? Uh, I'll start. I recently had for the first time something called an IPA smash. I don't know if anyone knows what that is. I don't even know what's in it outside of like IPA, a little bit of like hot sauce and some other stuff. I think some bitters. 
it was crazy good. I mean, it'll give you heartburn like a, like a mofo, but it was delicious. And the better IPA you use, the better it is. Uh, has anyone else had any good beer cocktails? What does it consist of? How do you make it? And uh, overall, is it better than just making a beer by itself? Uh, yeah, I'll start this one off, guys. Um, I do pseudo sue and orange juice. That's my beer cocktail. Or I've done uh, hop smack and orange juice. Anything from TG, really, and orange juice. I haven't really played around with too many other beer cocktails. And that's good? Oh, yeah. It's, it's fantastic. I mean, you just make it a really, really hazy IPA now. Nice. There. I mean, but, yeah, you have to be. Okay. I like the I like the juicy IPA. So yeah, go ahead, Derek. Chad, it was my turn. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, in that case, I'll keep talking. Well, you boost ratings. People like to hear you. I don't know why, but they do. Um, Let's get Rachel back. Think, <laughs> yeah, dude, our ratings are the highest they've ever been since the episode that we don't talk about. Um, I like. Uh, I I don't think I've ever even heard of this. Is this a thing? I don't know. I, yeah, I guess yeah, I'm, it's a thing. I guess I'm ignorant. I've I've never had one. I don't think, unless I was really blacked out. So sorry, I can't contribute here. But I guess I'd try it. I don't. I'm not opposed. I'm not like a purist that is going to say don't put anything in my beer. I've you know we've all uh, played with the French press a little bit and put stuff in our beer. Why not put other liquid in our beer? I guess I don't. Know. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Do what you want. If it tastes good and you like it and it makes you happy, then do it. Joey, have you uh, have you gotten into beer cocktails at all? Tried any? Yeah, yeah, a couple. Um, to Chad's point, the beer mosa definitely exists. It's um, it's a brunch staple here in Denver. We have a, a number of breweries. We'll do uh, we'll do brunches. We'll do basically take one of their staple IPAs or sometimes even a Belgian like a Triple or something like that. And they'll you know do it with orange juice and have a beer mosa. They'll have like a brunch food truck come in. So you're having like chicken and waffles and beer mosas. Pretty pretty cool deal. Um, definitely like and appreciate that. Um, and then I guess kind of a, like a different twist, uh, mixing beer and whiskey. Um, I grew up in, well, I grew up in the middle of nowhere, Ohio, and the Boilermaker was definitely something that, that existed now, knowing that, you know, Purdue Boilermakers were in, were in Indiana. But, um, you know, we did a Boilermaker with beer and beer and a shot of whiskey or something like that. I guess maybe like the predecessor to a car bomb. And maybe even then, maybe, that, maybe that's a conversation itself. Is a car bomb a beer cocktail? I think Ooh. so. That's a good point. I've had a beer cocktail wow. now. I changed my mind. Yeah. Yeah, Bar Bomb is a beer t- cocktail by my definition. I mean, yeah, it's 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 base is beer. Yeah, just like a hot dog from out of sandwich. Oh. I think we're anyway. 50 on this, guys. I know, I know. I think Chris Chad, your boss already told us what she thinks, man, so you're not allowed to comment anymore. <laughs> um, uh, well... Uh, all right. Um, this one is a little weird to me. What beer are you tired of seeing everywhere? Uh, does anyone get tired of seeing a beer on a menu to the point where it annoys you? Um, I don't. I don't really. You know, I see yingling everywhere because I'm on the East Coast, and I'm kind of just like, all right. Well, I just assume anywhere that has a bar has a yingling at this point. Uh, I don't really think there's a beer I'm tired of. Is anyone tired of seeing any beers? I don't. I think I want to like say that maybe, and I don't know who who put this uh, question in, but I think maybe what they're getting at is like the beers that you see kind of all over Facebook, maybe is that kind of what they're asking? 
because sometimes I do get a little tired of seeing the same old beer um, over and over and over again, whatever it is, the latest release, and it gets all, you know, hyped up, and everybody's got to uh, post their uh, post their picture on there. So sometimes yeah. I, I do get sick of that. I think right now, um, currently, the beer that I'm kind of sick of seeing is, um, uh, what do you call it, the Media Noche Reserve, the, the infected one. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Everybody's talking about it right now, and there's like pictures everywhere about it. And I don't know. I get. I guess I get kind of tired of seeing that stuff. Yeah. If maybe if if that's not the question they're asking, then my bad. But I think that's maybe. I I, I thought they meant like if you go out and you see it like on on tap or you're probably available right. like that. I didn't know if they meant on social media. That's a good point. You're probably right. I I might have taken it out of context, but so. Yeah, this is this. Yeah, this is from our benefactor Stephanie. Uh, she uh, she asked this question, and she said that she's tired of seeing um, Ballast Point Sculpin. Um, it, I, I don't know if she means on draft, if she means in bottles, but you know, I mean that they flood Ballast Point anything Ballast Point they flooded the market with. So it's uh, it's pretty well, you know prevalent. A billion dollars can do a lot. Sorry. I live in San Diego. Uh-huh. Scoping and everywhere. You're not, so and, you, you're, and you're not tired of yeah, it? Yeah, so you see it everywhere. Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, every bar has scoping. I, I, I like Derek. It. Yes? Derek, I live in Iowa, and scoping is everywhere. Is Iowa in North America? <laughs> yes, Canada. Can, oh, it's Canadian. Gotcha. Okay. Canada Junior. Makes sense. There's nice people there then, apparently. Yeah. Um, Joey, anything you're tired of in Denver? I assume Oscar Blues? I am not an Oscar Blues fan, so that's a very much, it's very much a loaded question, so I'm not going to touch um, that one. Um, all right. But I will. I've got, I guess, two points. The one beer that I'm just tired of seeing is Fat Tire. Um, you know, this is obviously being in Colorado, New Belgium's here. Um, Fat tires is still one of those things that even as of recently, the last couple of weeks, people have been talking, I've overheard conversations, people talking about how good of a beer it is. Um, no, no, yeah, it's, it's um, not. it's no, it's, it's, it's not, um, no offense yeah. to New Belgium because they make phenomenal beers. Um, just, I'm not a huge fan of fat tire and to the, the comment with respect to social media and media noche reserve. Um, I can understand, um, that getting a little annoying, you know, people are, are trying to, um, trying to sort through, I think it, they're really, I think people are trying to sort through their feelings of what to do about the beer. Um, there have been a number, a number of posts through social media about the, about the beer being infected. Um, Worldworks has not made a formal announcement, but they've made responses through untapped and other places about how to turn in a beer. Um, if it is indeed, um, let's say off, so um, it, it's this happens anytime that there's a beer that gains a lot of hype and a lot of let's call it hope, and then the beer doesn't turn out to be what people want it to be, or at least in some isolated cases, doesn't turn out to be what people want it to be. Um, if you're the type of person who who partakes in secondary and you're spending um, two two fifty three hundred dollars on a beer and you get it and it's a butter bomb, obviously you're going to be a little pissed. So I, I can understand being tired of seeing uh, getting tired of seeing 
something like that. Um, but once once everything's taken care of, Medinoche Reserve, it'll be something else. There'll be another infection with another beer because that happens. So. Is that does anyone think that that's on the person who's paying that much for a beer secondary in the first place? Is that does the person buying that beer bear any responsibility for going to secondary? Paying an exorbitant amount of uh, a beer and then like hey. you know, is it? Am I you know? It's something that it's a no, no, bring no, up no. at least. Yeah, no, no, and I'm I'm with you on that. And, and at the end of the day, it's buyer beware. Every beer is like that. Whether you pick it up at a liquor store, whether you go to the brewery and buy a bottle, or whether you buy it secondary, it's buyer beware. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think a brewery, or at least most breweries, um, are intentionally going to sell um, bad beer. So if it happens, it's it's not a good thing. It's it, it. Most breweries stand in front of it, but you know, if you if you go to the brewery and you spend twenty dollars or thirty dollars for a bottle and it's bad and they replace it or they give you your money back, all said and done. But if you're mm-hmm. spending two or three hundred dollars in, in secondary for a beer and it turns out to be bad, that's on you. I mean, that's on the buyer. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I think I'm with you. Um, I guess we could kind of segue right into what's everyone's opinion on secondary values. I think I know everyone's answer on this, so we don't really have to spend that much time on it. But um, I think it's kind of refreshing when I see a secondary post that is reasonable. You know, like I know the whole mantra of John is fuck secondary, but I kind of like when I, I see a reasonable secondary value that, you know, Someone just trying to hook people up who want a beer. Like, you know, maybe they're making a little profit, but they're not gouging people. Anyone, anyone else feel that way, or is it just secondary to devil no matter what? Yeah, I, I know I specifically have a take, but um, I'm going to interject. Chad, do we have a caller? Yeah, uh, we got a caller. We got Alejandro Jones. He is. Uh, he wants to comment on beer. We're getting. He's getting sick of seeing around town. Alejandro, you're live on Drama Free Radio, bud. Oh, yeah, hey guys, how you doing? What's going on, man? Hey, I'm uh, just enjoying the show and Drama Free and the whole thing. So, uh, I went out going out to the balls lately, and uh, I hate to seeing shock top everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's no good, uh, and uh, every time I order it, it's it's just not, you know, not any good. And they they put fruit in it. Well, I don't really know why they do that. So kind of dumb. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know if anyone here is surprised that Shock Top isn't good. Uh, I don't even I'm not even sure I see it that many places anymore. Anyone else? Where where, where do you live, Alejandro? Over here in Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. All right. Um, is that the only one? You know, you, I got to say uh, one other thing, too. Uh, is it's been a while since uh, I've been listening, you know, like at least uh, five or six weeks now. And That Chris guy last week I tuned in, and he's one good-looking bloke. Uh, I just real, really enjoyed watching on the on the television that, uh, seeing the Chris uh, every time he was popped up on the screen. Hmm. Derek, could you chime got- in on this? Yeah, go ahead, Derek. Yeah, I think Chris is pretty good looking in Alejandro's defense. Um, I don't know what guys in Tennessee look like. Hey, uh, Derek, you got a little feedback going on there, buddy. Do I? Yeah, how close is Tennessee to Arkansas anyway? I'm not, like, uh, very good with geography. <laughs> second, second, second cousin. 
Arkansas and Tennessee are second cousins. Um, Arkansas and Tennessee. All right, yeah. I have no idea what you're second talking about. Cousin. Does that mean married? Close enough. <laughs> nice. All right, uh, anyone? Secondary values? Joey chimed in. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, Chad? I think it's where he left off. But I, I've got to – before we get back to that, I, I mean, I'll finish my point on secondary values. Um, I think that they are beneficial – I'm going to take a sort of sort of a devil's advocate approach because I, I'm not a I'm not a fan of spending tons of money on a beer uh, on beer, but I, I think they are important because it kind of gives you a metric which to compare beers. Um, you know, instead of bottle A and bottle B being say bottle A and bottle B are both 12 ounces and they're both barrel aged stouts, how do you know one is better than the other or one is more desirable than the other? Secondary provides essentially a metric for you to compare the two and say, okay, well. The market has decided, and I'm a market guy, the market has decided this beer is worth, let's say, 300 points. Um, and if I've got two 150-point beers, um, I know that I can probably trade my two 150-point beers for a 300-point beer, and, and, and it's a relatively equitable trade. Um, so I, I do appreciate it for that, um, but when we apply it to dollars and spending of money, then, then that's where I, I kind of you know, take a step aside. Chad? Um, so I'll play secondary if there's a beer I'm really going after and John Free can't cover it, but I really hate doing it. And more, most likely if John Free can't cover me, um, I'm not going to buy it. It's not worth it. I'm not, I'm not paying secondary value in most beers. Um, I, you know, I've done trades. I, I can't say that I'm not absolved. I've done trades. I'm not a shit lord or anything, but, you know, I've done a trade, you know, Pappy last year. I, I did a trade for with a guy, and you know it was Pappy. It was Pappy, I think Pappy twelve year, and he sent me a bunch of beer that I was looking for, and I sent him a Pappy bottle, and he was happy. Every, both sides were happy, so I don't really call it a trade rate, but um, you know, I'll play secondary if it's a beer that I gotta have for a share, or you know, I'm not buying secondary for a beer that's just for me. If it's like a big share coming up, sure, I'll go to the secondary and and you feel it out anyway, but not usually participate. All right, Derek. I uh I won't pay secondary prices, but obviously you gotta uh abide by like the secondary value when you're trading. That's about as far as I go with uh with as far as secondary prices go, but no I I won't pay secondary prices. It's just kinda crazy to me. Uh, if you've got the money and you want the beer? Like, go for it. I'm not hating on you, because uh, that's a good, that's a good point. A lot of trade value is based on secondary pricing, but it's also people who only want to trade and don't want to buy secondary. It's like, all right, well, why are you going by secondary pricing if you're not buying on secondary only for trading? If you're trading, sure. it should be for how much you paid, or, or you know, a combination of the price of the beer and the quantity. So, if you're against secondary, shouldn't the secondary price not really be an issue? Hey, hey, Derek. I got a surprise for you. Chris Butler's on the phone. Uh oh. How's it going, Derek? That's Chris Butler's music. (laughs) That's me. Is Derek on still? I think he got so excited he needed a minute. Alejandro Jones called back in. Um, He was there. 
and uh, he was trying to call in. Alejandro Jones was from Tennessee. But uh, <laughs> hey, we got Chris. Chris, what's up, man? How's the uh, restaurant business oh. treating you? Uh, let's see. I'm at 13 hours right now, with about three hours to go in the night. So, but I'm sitting down drinking. You guys just, I just got a chug for you guys in. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorely missing my, uh, my Thursday night hangout with my boys, but, uh, you know, I'm working in the beer industry. So, you know, there's been tougher sacrifices made in life. I'm sure. Miss you, Chris. I miss you guys. Oh, I just did. I couldn't go a, a week without hearing your voices. Well, it's yeah, that was a nice chug. I, I caught one of it, so, yeah. <laughs> Derek left. He quit. Or something. All right, Chris, we're going to get you caught up real quick. We're going to get you caught up real quick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rapid fire you every topic we've had tonight, and you have to go within 10 seconds. And answer. Okay. Go. Uh, festival prices and beer quality. What do you think? Worth the value? Uh, or no? typic- typically, no, but every once in a while you get surprised. Okay. Have you ever played a drinking game with craft beer? And if so, how was the experience? Uh, have we all been in drama free for a while? We all play drinking games it's called Chug. <laughs> <laughs> and we all win or we all lose? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is beer a gateway? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. What was that? Is beer a gateway drug? Uh, yeah, I guess if you can't handle your alcohol, it can become a problem. Uh, other than that, I think it's a it's a nice hobby and it's a social uh, it's a social lubricant. All right, cool. Um, can you have your wife or significant other call in and tell us what she thinks about it right now? Um, yeah. Probably not. She's probably asleep. All right. Uh, what beer are you tired of seeing everywhere? Um, well, other than macro, do you mean craft beer? Am I tired of saying? Uh, interpret it how you will. We had someone call in and say shock top. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, all the macros, and then locally, I go with a brewery named Corp. Corp? Corp. C-O-R-E. Oh, Corp. Okay. Um, Tekus, yay or nay? Tekus, of course. About five of them. All right. What's the easiest meal to cook while you're drunk or hammered? The question is hammered. Um, my my go-to is nachos. But the nachos. easiest, I would say, probably just chips and salsa. You don't have to cook anything. Is that is that technically a meal? Uh, have you not tried hard enough? Yeah, of course it is. Uh, I mean, I take offense to that. Uh, <laughs> beer cocktails, yes or no? Uh, sure, why not? Not really for me, and I don't really gravitate towards them, but if someone's making them, I'll give it a shot. Why not? All right, do we, um, do we want to do one more while he's on the line? And then, uh, we're, we're getting to the end here. We got five minutes left. We got, uh, five guys online. Uh, is there anything we want to call out, by the way? Do we want to call out anyone? Did we have anything to to plug or add or anything about that, Chad? Oh, let's talk. Oh, drama-free beer secret Santa. Can we discuss that? I love this idea. I love it. I also want to talk about uh, number 15. Oh, 
Oh yes, yeah, sorry, I forgot. No, uh, no, let's let, let's let's not end on that one. Come on. <laughs> All right. I'm trying uh, to figure out why. Let, let's, I like why, that cliffhanger. You, cliffhanger for the next you, episode. Let's, let's keep number fifteen for next week. Drama uh, right. free. If you're listening, we have some good topics for next week. Uh, but I do want to say you guys have been, you guys have been active this week. We had uh, sixty sign up for the drama free uh, secret Santa beer edition. Um, Last week, and um, and I haven't signed up. Uh, or this, you, this I want to be in on that too. Yeah, so sign up. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna keep it open until Sunday, I believe I said. Um, and if you mess up the form, then I will uh, I will uh, fix it for you. But we've got quite a bit of activity going on there, and I think we're going to bomb the shit out of people for Christmas, and I love it. So sign up, um, join it. Um, $50 minimum, um, that, that could, can include merch. Um, if you have an issue with the $50, we understand, um, you know, we're not being, yeah. you know, we, we won't bar you from, from joining here, but, uh, give me a, give me a shout out. Everything's confidential. I'm not going to spill secrets to anybody. It's all coming through me and I will talk to a group of people without names. Um, everything's confidential at this point. I got your addresses. So uh, sign up and be a part of this. this. We can really do good with this this uh, giveaway here. And I, I'm so excited once shipping starts happening that, uh, you know, we're going to see some awesome boxes because Drama Free doesn't know how to do bad boxes. Yeah. Uh, I'm in. I, uh, Derek, you in? Joe, you in? Chris, you in? Like, I, I feel like irresponsible joining just because I don't know when I'm going to start drinking again. So, uh, um, yeah, I, I'll probably just send somebody a box like Rando. Um, maybe somebody that doesn't get in that, uh, that, nice. uh, why don't you actually, you know what? Maybe Chad can throw me one of the, uh, hardship, uh, the hardship people that are having trouble hitting the limit or something. And I'll just like randomly bomb them or something. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Chris not really about hardship. I mean, I, yeah, Chris is, nope. Chris dropped off. It looks like so. Uh, talk about hardships. I want to go back to that. I don't want to make. I don't want anybody to feel bad. You know, we're, we're stressing. You know, participation here, and no, um, okay. it is Christmas time. Yeah, we understand. Time, you know, bills, bills, holidays. Those are expensive times. Um, but uh, we we want to stress that. You know, we're, we're trying to get a fifty dollar minimum. Um, if you can't make it for whatever reason, you know, th- there's no judgment here. There's there's no hard feelings. Yeah, well, well, you can connect with me, and we'll work something out. I mean, it's 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 all about feeling the love this Christmas time. So, um, if you don't think you can make it, you know, go ahead and sign up. Um, there is a question there that's anonymous; nobody else can see the answers but me, and uh, we'll we'll get you sorted. I mean, we want you to participate. So, um, sign up. You know the link. I'll po- probably post it again or hit or bump it so that everybody can see it, and uh, just. Come and have fun this Christmas, you know. Awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely in. Um hope Kristen and Joey's in. Derek, do your thing, man. Um we're at an hour right now. Do we wanna do we wanna call it there with a plug and save everything else for next week? You guys are gonna have to take off on me. I know you're gonna miss me. But uh I'll I will most likely not be thinking about you, but you know. I'll I'll chug some wine for all of you. Can I give a shout out to Chris real quick? Because um, I think I should. 
Is that okay, everybody? Yeah. Hey, Chris, I really appreciate you calling in, and I really need you to come back, man, because Chad's been picking on me today. <laughs> and uh, it's just really getting hard without you, so please please come back next week. And uh, there's a really hard? nice man named Alejandro that called in, and he agreed with us. He, he, we need you back, man. Please come back. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I didn't mean to get choked up. We'll buy you a shock top. For Alejandro? No, for Chris. Oh, for Chris, yeah. Cool. Or for all, for both of you, yeah. I'm sure it's only two bucks. Is Alejandro still on the line? <laughs> he might be. <laughs> From Tennessee. He's the only 10 I see. So... <laughs> on that note, uh, on that note, yeah, want one. Right, we got a regular on. Louis C.K. on the line here. Oh man, oh too soon. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. How All right, you, guys. How did you know oh, there's gonna... not supposed to be any video. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna uh, take it out for the night. Uh, we we out there in Java Free Land. We thank you for tuning in. Uh, as always, next week I will uh, post call for content. Be active. Be well. Drum free. See you guys later. Take care, all. Peace out. Welcome to the Drama Free Podcast. Save the drama for your mama.